A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Our next guest on TSB has got a great story. Originally from English and Pakistani origin, she was born in London but raised in Ireland, where she attended Ireland's first Muslim school, which was built with funding from Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid. She graduated from university there and spent most of her life growing up around food and hospitality before moving in 2013 to the UAE, working alongside her father, launching the UAE's first ever dry nightclub. But she's in the studio because... What started out as a side project when she was a burger flipper in the cloud <laughs> kitchen in the Albasha South has now become one of the most highly regarded and award-winning burger franchises called Drip Burger. Nadia Shah, thank you very much for joining us here in the studios. Thank you for having me. Where, where did this inspiration come from to go out on your own and launch your own burger restaurant? Well, the inspiration mostly came from my dad. Like I've always, uh, growing up around him, he's an entrepreneur, self-made businessman and uh, has had amazing success. So I've always just had that spirit around of like just doing it for yourself. I don't think I ever thought Mm -hmm. to myself like, oh, I'm going to go and get a nine to five or any other type of job. And as soon as I left uni, I started my own jewelry business as well. And then have kind of either worked for family with my dad, um, done, done my own business or now this. Yeah, you know, I've 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 dabbled in a restaurant business myself. I had a cafe, and as fancy as it sounds, yeah, it is not as easy. Zero glamour. Right. I mean, you have to roll your sleeve up yourself and put your hands into My everything. My nails are not done because I was like destroyed today, picking yeah. up equipment, putting it left and right. I, I look nice today, but this is the first time all week, you know. <laughs> now, well, why is it so? You know, people people generally feel and have this thing that the, the glamour side of the restaurant is once you enter but not when you enter from the back end. I think that it's, I think maybe it's in Dubai, like this culture, like everybody thinks restaurants is really, really easy or food is easy because we're so familiar with it, right? There's that familiarity, but the business side of it is just totally different. And then operations. So operationally, it's a huge struggle. You have to be hands-on across every single aspect and you have to know what you're doing. And you can't just walk into it from anywhere. I've I've, uh, seen people struggle with it like, immensely and leaving it in the hands of I mean we have a different type of uh, what would I say um, workforce here Mm -hmm. and every there's a different level of understanding because we have so many different like pay grades and salary grades right so can you afford to hire top quality people uh, or what are you really going to pay and then that's really the backbone of your business like who you're bringing in as your team and is it also hard then because everyone comes from a different understanding of what makes fries or chip I call them chips you know yeah, yeah, what yeah. fries or burgers you know the burgers that I get in Australia are different from the smash burgers to Completely. America compared to the, and does that make it harder then because you've also got to educate your workforce yeah you really have to educate them actually it's even as simple as um, when somebody takes your order and you go would you like your fry would you like fries with that and they go it's okay does that mean yes or does that mean no mm. right so I have to teach them that and depending on where they're from uh, like an English person is it's okay means no I'm fine thanks I don't want it but to someone else it means yes I want that so like across the board yeah you literally have to 
uh, go into a lot of details. It's such a mixed, it's a unique kind of uh, environment here in Dubai, like to do food. So it was actually very, very new for me in that regard. Yeah, while communication is one part of it, you know, serving to the palate is mm. also another challenge because just the same reason, so many people from different places, different cultures, different food habits. Yeah. How do you then come down to one fine plan that, okay, this is what is going to work? Uh... I wouldn't necessarily say that there's like a fine plan in what's going to work. I think sometimes you just kind of have to go with your gut. I've mm -hmm. been living here for quite some time and the way we kind of figured it out um, or at least uh, have quite a creative uh, background, um, I would consider myself quite creative. So that's how we express ourselves was in the menu and the food. You know, the, the menu is a culmination of like lots of different nationalities. There's something for everyone. There's someone for the, uh, there's something for the Aussie, mm -hmm. the English, the Brit, something like plain and simple. But there's also something for the Asian, like flavors that you would right. uh, recognize and be interested to try. And there's something for the Arab. So like there's a whole different mix of mm -hmm. what's on our menu. And I think that's what's enticing about it is nobody else is really doing that. Everything is your standard American uh, smash burger with cheese and well kind well, of plastic stuff vegetarian yeah. options yeah, yeah vegetarian of course Perfect. yeah 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 there absolutely go. there and we still make it we make it ourselves mm -hmm. um, everything else is just beyond meat which is not a bad option either but I think also sometimes you miss um, something a little bit more authentic it, you mentioned a great point about the challenges of running a restaurant because yeah. people often think oh I can cook a really good burger oh, yeah. yes I can run a restaurant <laughs> mm. and that's just one of 10,000 parts yes 10,000 um, you know uh, you've been uh, running this uh, drip burger and you've been so successful what was the biggest learning curve but that, that you just underestimated in the process of, of running a, a burger chain like this um i think i knew the operations was going to be one of the hardest parts so i wouldn't say i underestimated it but i wasn't necessarily fully available because i got pregnant at the same time oh just another thing to throw it. into yeah life. so <laughs> i would <laughs> it's been really really tough to keep up with the operations to make sure that like the quality of what you um, envisioned is actually going out every single day because that would mean I have to stand behind there in the kitchen. You really need somebody there to take care of that. And we've been quite small for quite some time and now we've grown. So we've built a team to kind of go behind that. But a challenge outside of that, I think I underestimated um, location and marketing. Mm -hmm. um, we, we started out as a cloud kitchen and didn't really go with the full-blown concept because it was COVID. So we weren't sure oh, well, should we start off as a delivery? And how are the delivery, how is the delivery process here? I mean, you get left with nothing after deliveries. Like everything is taken out of it. You have to market to your location. We started out in Arjan, which mm -hmm. is in Al Barsha South. Right. That's where our first um, location is. And it means we had to we had to bring people to us, you know. And actually, we also learned that people wanted to come for the burgers. People were less interested in the delivery, especially at that time, because when people want burgers, they want them hot, they want them fresh. Delivery is quite. You don't want the, the fries same. to be soggy when they come. Yeah, cut. exactly. It's a totally different experience. Like I can tell you which of our burgers um, that you can get for delivery that are still going to be nice when you uh, receive okay, them, okay. and which ones you just shouldn't go for. Which, which ones are they? Let me know. Well, actually, chicken travels better because beef. You just want it to be like piping hot, right? So chicken uh, maintains its crunch, and so it can last longer, especially if it's a longer a for a delivery that's further away. But if you're still within 15 minutes, mm -hmm. a range of us, you can go with either and you're okay. How hard is it to access fresh produce um, when you're looking at just simply potatoes mm -hmm. or whether you're looking at lettuce or whether mm -hmm. you're looking at, you know, yeah, I mean, people laugh about these things, yeah. but you know, when there's a, you know, when there's a weather in that influences or impacts farming and, and, and supply. So far, we haven't had too many issues with the supply of food, maybe with suppliers being consistent. Um, I would say more that we have like something that we really tried to work um, 
and achieve was having a sustainable business or at least like, you know, to cut down on the amount of uh, rubbish that we're adding to the delivery uh, mm. pile that grows every day in Dubai. Like that's a, such a huge topic and not finding solutions or at least affordable solutions. I'm still shocked at how expensive it is to have... Um, Sustainable waste? Sustainable, sustainable uh, pr uh, product that you could... Because once food touches your food, uh, once it touch, touches your... Um, the, the wrapping. The wrapping, yeah, yes. my packaging. I don't know yeah. why I'm losing my words. <laughs> the packaging, you can't throw it in the recycling bin. And then also there's another problem here that... Uh, I still do. Yeah, you're supposed to wash it and clean it, right? You're supposed to have... Oh. Or biodegradable. If it's on, if it's paper, you mm -hmm. can't uh, dispose of it. So every single piece that we're th uh, we have food is probably going to end up in landfill. And then... It's if it it takes a lot longer for normal paper to biodegrade, but like if it's biodegradable, it's a, mm -hmm. it's better. But then the ch the that premium price that they're charging you for packaging, it's a huge problem. I would love for somebody to reach out, FYI, <laughs> and like <laughs> let's change you know Dubai's yeah. delivery burger scene mm -hmm. or like delivery scene and um, make packaging affordable if you incentivize it, like or as in. Um, make it more affordable, I think people will switch. Well, I think we're, you know, COP28's here. Everyone's talking about sustainability yeah, in business. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the... So it's a great opportunity. Big pain point. Uh, you started Drip Burger in the summer of 2021. Yeah. Uh, prior to that, what was your journey in sampling the product of the competition? Was oh. that was that uh, a <laughs> testing time where you're like, it's burgers for breakfast, lunch and dinner to work yeah. out what we're up against? Uncomfortable for some time. But, you know, I think, I think I'm still like that now. I've become a burger addict. So... I am constantly thinking about burgers, tasting other burgers, and there's always new burgers to try. So, um, yeah, it's a, I've, I think I eat a lot more burgers now since uh, <laughs> doing this. I never used to eat as many burgers, but I don't really have a problem with it. Like if you're, I think it's only really if you're eating the chicken that's fried the, or the rest, as long as they're not, it's not processed and you're mm. eating boutique burger, like our burgers are, we make them ourselves, we hand press them, we know where the meat comes from, there's nothing else added in. So I'm not feeling guilty whatsoever about what I'm eating. So then how do, how do you plan your menu? You know, when mm. you say that you are, you, you, you're still trying out new burgers, you're still trying and going and checking out competition. Uh, does does a little ring, uh, a bell ring in the head and say, hey, you know what, maybe I should just add some avocados to this. Yeah, I definitely like check out what everyone else is doing, especially like leaders in the market. Mm -hmm. Like there's a reason behind what they're doing, right? right? Maybe what data is showing them. That's definitely like a good indicator. But at the same time, you still need to maintain your own authenticity and stand out, you know, just because everybody else is putting... Fair. Uh, American cheese on it and a lot of customers ask us for the processed cheese on their fries mm -hmm. we're still not doing it we're still doing real English cheese I don't get the American cheese it's horrible like <laughs> th th like it's not real cheese so it, apparently know. it's got a chemical in it that makes it melt easier yeah just right. like margarine and spread you know it's not real butter yeah I, like I'm Irish right or you're Australian British you know mm. we, we Gold, feed the cows like exactly winning butter yeah. that, that's our butter yeah <laughs> I make sure we use that butter I make sure we use um, really good cheese to make sure that that's the difference between us and that people and can so identify many places with it. use that American cheese because yeah. it, it melts so it looks great exactly. see from, from, from a from a product point of view it and looks good fast. yeah it looks good it's easy to put on plate yeah I, I think that works I mean it and it's does. cheaper. yeah I mean like again so our cheese sauce is not the best when you get it delivered but when people mm -hmm. come and eat it there it's amazing so we stopped putting it on our delivery menu because okay. people would just not like it Makes because sense. we spent time we spent we spend a lot of time like cooking and making that sauce Um. But it's a completely different experience. And not everyone in this market is familiar with that because they're mm -hmm. more familiar with the, the plastic 
uh, American cheese. But um, try it out and it will it, it literally changes the flavor of your and, burger. And buns, right. milk buns, potato buns, what do you like to use? We're using brioche. Brioche buns? Brioche buns. Buttery. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, congratulations on your success. What a great Dubai story. Thank you very much. You've been going now two, two and a half years. Yes, um, exactly. Just hit the curve. Uh, a huge amount of awards. If you want details, the website is dripdxb.com or you can find them shop through Miracle Residences. They're there at Al Barsha South in Dubai and they're on all the delivery apps if you want yeah, to get exactly. them as well. And you heard the tip the chicken travels better. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, Nadia Shah, congratulations on your success. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us here on Talk 100.3. Amazing. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.